Hello everyone, my name is Elena and you are listening to Choosing Power. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're listening the day that this comes out, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you all have an amazing day. And if you're not listening on Valentine's Day, that's fine. I like completely forgot that this would come out during Valentine's Day. I was like, okay. But yeah, another exciting thing happening this week is my birthday. My birthday is February 15th. So the day you get 50% off Valentine's Day chocolates, super exciting. (laughs) And to be super obnoxious, the only thing I want for my birthday is if you guys could share anything from the Instagram, whether it's your favorite episode, whether it's a quote that I've posted, either from the episodes or one of those little motivational quotes that I post, share on your story, share a thought, you know, whatever it is, something nice, anything you want. (laughs) I feel like I'm not usually this annoying about my birthday, but lately I've just been really trying to romanticize my life the best that I can, and if I could romanticize my birthday... I'm gonna fucking do it, right? So here we are. Um, if you feel caught to, please share a post. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, but yeah. So today, we are gonna talk about love. <laughs> Just kidding. Or at least we're not gonna talk about love in a cheesy way, I promise. But given that it's Aquarius season, I've been really thinking about the sense of community. And I mentioned Aquarius, one of their associations with Aquarius is community. Community could be the people that you see on a day-to-day basis or even once in a while throughout your week. You could think of community as where you live in, the town or city that you live in, and the people around you. And you could even think about it on a broader spectrum in our country, in the world. You know, we're all a part of a community collective however you want to see it. In this life, we're also constantly learning about ourselves and developing the self. And I feel like, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely that you've experienced dysfunction in some way. And dealing with that dysfunction and even lessons in general coming from a young age, it's likely that you don't know who you are or it's hard to connect to who you are. And at least for me in adulthood, It was a bit of a struggle to, you know, discover who I am and learn those things, what that comes with being who I am, whether that is my trauma, the dysfunction that I've experienced and all that stuff, but also seeing what it has taught me, piecing it together and understanding how that's a part of my journey and how that's going to, you know, push me in the direction that my life is going to go in. And to be able to understand what you've gone through and understand all that stuff about you, what makes you you, and then to be confident in that and to showcase who you are in any way possible, it it takes a lot of courage. And for some of us, it takes a little bit longer than others. And at the end of the day, that's fine. You know, our journey is our journey for a reason and that's not for anyone else to understand fully, right? Only for us. And a lot of the work that I have done and most of the work that I speak about mostly revolves around the self because a lot of the relationships that I've had growing up and even in the past few years have not been the healthiest. So the communities that I had over the years, you know, we had a lot of issues, whether it was 
codependency and it could have been me, it could have been the other person, both parties, multiple parties, you know, whatever it is. Um, or our issues in general could be one-sided or due to both of us, people-pleasing, latching onto the other one, kind of, you know, it could be a plethora of issues, at least that I've experienced, and a lot of those show up in our dynamics and in the people in our lives. So if we're having issues within the self, it's pretty likely that we're going to meet people that have the same issues, that are going to be mirroring those same things to us, and depending on where we both want to be and if we're self-aware enough, it depends if those people in your life and you want to work on it together or if you guys are just going to be mirroring the same cycles, you know. Um, and that's kind of up to you and the other person. Keep in mind, you have your own free will and so does another person. And for me personally, being able to step away from a lot of these relationships that I had I was able to be in a space where I realized and noticed the patterns in my dynamics with people, the shadows within myself and with those people. And that's not me saying anything is wrong with those people, but it's just a matter of like, like I said, you have your own free will. I have my own free will. What we do with that and how self-aware we are is kind of up to us, right? And a lot of this I learned to understand in you know, I've learned in solitude. So in a lot of episodes, I really, or I feel that I focus on learning these things in solitude. And there is a power in learning these lessons and being able to be in solitude, especially because if you can be in solitude, you could spend a lot more time with yourself and understanding your shadows, your triggers, and all these things and, you know, take that deep dive if you feel that it's necessary and safe to do so. And, you know, unmask a lot of things about yourself if you were doing that for a long time. And, you know, it's beautiful. I think we all have to do that eventually. But I wanted to add to that piece, essentially. Like I said, for me personally, in the dynamics that I had around me, a lot of those people that were supposed to be permanent, like if you want to talk about my parents and family members, those people aren't permanent. I've had friends growing up, you know, as a kid in high school and college, a lot of them are not present anymore. And if some of them are still present, it, it's not the exact same dynamic that I had when I met them. And that's not saying that these people are bad or anything like that. It's just not what it was. And for me personally, I, I've never had someone in my life that has been consistently in my life. And maybe that's just, you know, a part of the lessons that I need to learn and understanding you know, my life and my lessons and understanding that these people were teachers in the way that they were. And this is not me saying that they're bad people, you know, and that's just how my life has been. I'm going to be 25. So that's that. But that's not always the case. And, you know, I wouldn't want you to feel that you have to be alone in solitude because there is a beauty in community and sometimes your community can be a small group of friends that you've been friends with for a long time. It could be your mom, it could be your dad, you could have a good dynamic with your parents and maybe, you know, it could have been dysfunctional but I feel like it's all on a spectrum. I feel like I've seen people that do have a bit of a dysfunction within their families but and, you know, they the parents experience their own trauma and maybe that was passed on to their kids but depending on the dynamic and what how those parents wanted to show their love, 
there could be a loving dynamic still, even with the dysfunction. It doesn't have to be so dramatic and it doesn't have to be, I guess, like me, for example, where I don't have a connection with my parents. I don't feel love from them, if that makes sense. Um, but, you know, that's just what it is. And I would never want you to feel that, like, you need to be alone. So maybe you do have a friend. Maybe you have a group of friends. Maybe you have parents. Maybe you have a family member of some sort. Even if it's just one person that has been in your life throughout all this stuff and has been grounding for you, has seen you for who you are and accepted you for who you are. And I want you guys to be able to see that if that is the case for you and express gratitude for that. And even if you don't have that, I feel like for me personally, I've always had this weird understanding that, you know, I'm going to find my family. They're just not around me right now. And I feel like I've always felt that way even as a kid and not being able to like, you know, fully grasp that thought, like having family, extended family that's not exactly around you growing up and even now. So I feel that me doing all this work and all this stuff in solitude, I'm going to be able to, you know, understand myself a little bit more and eventually gravitate towards those people that are going to be my family down the line, you know, whether they are blood or not, it, it doesn't really matter. And that's also why I mentioned that, you know, people are waiting to love you because I 1000% believe that. And I, and like I said, I don't have, maybe I don't have these people around me right now, but I know I'm going to find them. And I also know that we're not meant to move through life in solitude. We all have family, whether that's blood family, soul family, a mix of that. You know, I think in this life, we we have the option of choosing our family. Now, I kind of have this weird belief. I was told this, and I do believe it to some extent, but I think... I'll just say what it is. So... Before we came to this earth, we chose our parents. And I think for me personally, I'm a little annoyed that I chose the parents that I chose at the end of the day. It is what it is, right? And I think that's just going to be a lesson that I'll maybe learn over time. And I think I do have a bit of an understanding of why, but, you know, that's for another time. But, you know, we choose... The family that we're born into, if you want to think about it that way, you don't have to agree with what I'm saying at all. But even at the end of the day, like, you know, we're humans, we do have that free will and we could decide if we do want to participate in this family and the dynamics and the cycles and even if you want to think of like the generational trauma and the generational stuff, like you have an option if you want to participate in that or what you want to do for that. And I feel like I'm breaking generational curses but there it's also just a lot to unpack in general my point is I feel like I'm tangenting a little bit tan I'm not gonna try to say that word again I'm going on a tangent what I'm trying to say we are free will we get to decide who we love how we love them and a lot of that comes from the love we have within ourselves and how we love ourselves and Sometimes that's really hard and maybe you do have to do that in solitude. I feel like I have to do a lot of that in solitude and then eventually I will meet my soul family, whoever they will be. You know, I I don't know at the end of the day. Um, 
And that's what I try to preface. I don't want you to think that you have to walk through life alone. I feel like I felt that way for a long time until I met people that see me and, you know, I guess I've never really had people that think, I'm getting emotional, oh wow. (laughs) I've never had people that actively expressed how highly they think of me until this past year. You know, I had my channeler who is a dear friend to me um, now, like after meeting her, she's taught me so much. And even the friends that I have now and, you know, just people that I see around me, I have people who constantly look at me and tell me that and just tell me that I'm inspiring and that, you know, all this stuff. I'm really sorry. I did not think that I was going to get emotional, but here we are. And I wasn't expecting to say any of this too, but I have never had that before. And being able to experience a love like that, you know, in friendships, um, in different dynamics and have those different types of friends, it's so eye-opening and I feel like it makes the world feel so much bigger because we're not our trauma. We don't have to stay in this bubble that, you know, if we were born into that bubble, that's fine. Or if something, if you learn something from a partner where your partner kind of, I saw this tweet too the other day that was basically saying like, um, uh, I think this girl tweeted, like, my ex always told me that I wasn't funny and then now that she, and that it, like, basically really affected her and then being in a relationship that she is now, just, you know, the boyfriend that she has now, like, says how funny she is and how that just, basically, in short, lights her up. I don't remember the tweet. It just came up right now, so I'm just sharing the gist of it. But, you know, we're not stuck in this trauma. We're not stuck in the dysfunctional quote-unquote love that we've experienced. You know, that doesn't have to be us. There are so many people on this planet and for you to think that you deserve anything less than peace, ease, abundance, and just all the beautiful things that life has to offer, you know, that's just doing a disservice to yourself. And sometimes it's hard to step out of that um, cycle of, you know, thinking that that's what you deserve and thinking that's all there is when there is so much more to life and the people on this planet. So, sorry for getting a little emo, (laughs) but if you are listening on Valentine's Day, I hope you guys have a wonderful Valentine's Day if you do celebrate it. And even if you don't, I think it's just a reason to If you do have people in your life that you appreciate, let them know that you appreciate them. Um, Spread love in any way that you know how to. And just let the people know in your life that you care about them. And like I mentioned, my birthday is on Wednesday. So yeah, just give a little shout out to the podcast page is all I can ask for. (laughs) Um, If you aren't following on Instagram, it's at Choosing Power. And I will catch you guys next week. Bye.